right, welcome into another episode of the Growing Faith Podcast. My name is Rick McClatchy. I'm going to be your host today. Here at the Growing Faith Podcast, our heart is just to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry. A couple of the areas that we kind of specifically hone in on is the areas in the church of small groups and also pastoral care. And boy, I can certainly tell you um, the thing that has been kind of the saving grace for our church in the midst of this pandemic uh, time that we've been living in. Uh, here at Manor House in Portland and Vancouver and and down in Eugene is is the uh, existence of small groups and and making sure that there's people all throughout the church that understand that ministry does not belong simply to to the staff and to um, all of all of the kind of that scenario in the church, but ministry belongs to each and every one of us in the church. That each and every one of us is called. Uh, by God to have an impact on those around us. And um, boy, we've been able to see that happening in a real beautiful way in our church. Um, just so, so thankful for so many people in our church just stepping up, uh, reaching out to people, making phone calls to people, texting people, sending people cards, all kinds of stuff just to make sure that people are feeling connected and uh, not alone and all of that. Because, uh, Boy, it's been a, an interesting season for so many people um, really battling with isolation and um, those people that have a tendency towards depression or towards anxiety. Um, they, they've been definitely challenged in this last season to a greater extent. And so um, anyways, I've been really excited to see how certainly our church has responded um, the church body uh, has responded in this season, and and I know so many other churches are having uh, much the same testimony in the midst of a very unusual time. So today, as we jump in, uh, we are definitely uh, talking about kind of a small group oriented uh, topic today. However, I also believe you know it's just a, an everybody life all the time kind of uh, principle, and so. So I think you'll have applications, not simply in the small group arena, but uh, certainly in the pastoral care arena and just in the discipleship arena. And so uh, when, when we're talking about small groups here at Manor House, uh, the big why for us, you know, if you uh, follow the Simon Sinek approach of starting with the why, um, when we start with the why for small groups, our why is to develop life-giving relationships. That that is the the key reason why people, why we want people to get involved in small groups, and so um, that being our driving why, we want to help people connect in life-giving relationships. And then one thing that I always say along those lines is that. If Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody comes unto the Father except by Him, then we have to have groups that are focused around Jesus. Because um, whether that's a, a soccer group, or whether that is a Bible study group, or whether it's a movie watching group, you know, we we need to make sure that there is a place in that context where the attention is turned very intentionally upon Jesus 
I love how the, the classic song says, you know, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace is one of the biggest favors we can do for people that are in the middle of challenging scenarios is to help them learn the discipline of turning their eyes upon Jesus. And I do believe that so many times it really is a discipline because it's super easy to uh, turn your focus on something else or um, cope a different way or, you know, all of those kinds of options. And so, um, you know, John chapter one, it says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And so we know that between uh, Jesus, our Savior, the Savior of the world, and the Word of God, that there is this uh, connection, right? So if in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, if Jesus is the Word made flesh, then the Word of God is a significant part of how we bring life into the small group context. And so today I want to talk just a little bit about reading the Bible and journaling and how a small group leader, one of the key things you can do, even if you're not spending massive amounts of time in your small group meeting to, to read the Bible, to maybe study the Bible together, Though, though obviously that that is great stuff to do in the midst of a small group meeting. But if the context of your small group meeting doesn't um, doesn't bode well with having a, a sit down Bible study, like I said, just if it's a soccer group or whatever, um, helping equip the people in your small group to be able to actually feed themselves from the Word of God and actually grow in that kind of a context um, is one of the very, very best things that you can do because the Holy Spirit is the one that actually brings change into people's lives, and he typically does it through the power of the Word of God. So the more that we get people in their small groups focused on the Word of God, the more um, content, the more opportunity we're giving the Holy Spirit to breathe on those words bring them to life, and change our lives. And so one of the best things you can do is have a strategy towards that. So whether that means that you uh, grab a version um, Bible reading plan that you can all sign on to together and you can work that together or, um, or you know, some less technologically you know, advanced fashion of that type of thing, you know, you just pick a way to work through the Bible systematically together is a really, really great way to go. Uh, but then even more so being able to equip people when they're sitting down in their spot, you know, like, uh, like we said in a previous episode about the first 15, set place, set time, set plan. Um, so you pick the time that you're going to have your devotions, you pick the place, and then you have a plan for what you're doing. And so hopefully people have picked their set time and their set place, and we're going to help a part of that set plan process. Like, what do you actually do when you sit down? 
And so um, a lot, I'd like to give a little bit of credit this morning to um, a group out in Tennessee called Replicate Ministries. Um, they are that that's the first place where I've heard this uh, Bible reading and journaling technique. And uh, I have just uh, benefited tons from their ministry. Um, they are at replicate.org. I'll put that in the show notes as well as a link to their journal that they sell. Um, I, I don't make any money off of anybody buying uh, their journal, uh, but I definitely want to give credit to where credit is due. I really appreciate what they've offered here, and so uh, I will do that. So um, so here, let, let's go. Let's talk about journaling and a technique that I believe can really bring a lot of life to people and make, um, make reading the Bible and actually gaining something out of it um, and and building what I like to call scriptural engagement in our lives. And so we're going to start with the word here, like to listen, H-E-A-R. So we're going to work with those four letters. And the first one is H, and it stands for highlight. So basically... Never, never really when you're reading the Bible, is it a is it a race or is it a contest to see how many verses or how many chapters you can read? So that's one actual like obstacle that you can help remove from people's mindsets. And so they don't feel like they have to read 20 chapters a day in order to, you know, reach some level of holiness or whatever. Um you know, you don't want to also just be like, yeah, hey, why don't you just read, you know, the verse of the day and kind of move on, you know, uh, because uh, I would use it in this kind of a context. If you look at parenting, you know, there's um, you know, or really in a lot of different contexts of life, I'll use parenting today just because uh, I'm a parent. And so uh, it's easy for me to lean there. So you can talk about quality time. And you can talk about quantity of time and and you could, you know, let's say you're a little bit workaholic. And so you can make yourself the excuse. Oh, I, I don't focus on the quantity of time. I just focus on quality of time. Unfortunately, in parenting, certainly that strategy only works so well. And the reason is because you'd never know when the quality times are going to pop up. Quality times actually pop up in the midst of quantity. And so if you don't have the quantity, you're going to have a lot less of the quality, even though you may try, try, try so hard. So that's where the balance between this conversation of like how much quantity do you read in the Bible uh, beca- becomes a little bit of, you know, becomes a little bit of an issue. So you don't want to just tell people like, yeah, hey, just say hey, read the read the verse of the day. Because, you know, God's not interested in how much you're doing. Um, now, if the verse of the day is the thing that's going to get somebody started um, and you can actually help them um, learn how to journal off of just the verse of the day. Hey, that's a great place to start. And but let's make sure that we don't just camp out there and stay there um, because, you know, verse of the day obviously presents itself its own issues in the sense that there isn't context happening. You're not reading the verse in context. You're just reading it all by itself. And so the risk there of uh, misapplying, misunderstanding that verse can certainly uh, jump in there. Now, the Holy Spirit is there to lead you and guide you in all truth. Absolutely. But we definitely want to set up our 
our strategies and our practices um, to set us up for success. Amen. All right. So the first word is highlight. And then just as you're reading and the Holy Spirit highlights something to you, I actually recommend physically, literally having a highlighter. Um, <laughs> uh, I wish I knew what it was called, but um, Hobby Lobby sells this great Bible highlighter. Um, it's like a buck 99 for this highlighter, but it doesn't bleed through the page and it dries super fast. And so, uh, I love it. And it's also uh, double tipped. So on one end of it, it's got a super fine highlighter. And then on the other side, it's got the chisel point. So, um, go to Hobby Lobby. It's always right by the checkout stand. Okay. So, um, maybe I can find a link for it on their website and I could put it in the show notes. I'll give that a shot guys. I'll try. I'll, I'll try. Okay. So just uh, asking people to come to the word of God expectant for the Lord to speak to them through the text and that when they hit a scripture that that the Holy Spirit seems to be highlighting that they themselves will highlight it. So that's letter H. We have we're already 25 percent of the way through, guys. Good job, you know, and so uh, build build on that momentum. And then the second letter is E and that stands for explain. So we want to highlight, we want to explain. So and that's where you you write it down, write the scripture out in your journal, um, and then begin to explain what does it mean, um, what's going on in the text, uh, what does it mean to the people that were being written to. And this is a great place where um, people are going to have to then kind of stretch their muscles of uh, understanding context in scripture and um, it's always good maybe as a small group leader to be like, hey, if you need help, let me know and I can help you understand context and how to how to do that thing. And um, and if you don't feel super equipped there, um, you know, obviously. Maybe you have a group's pastor, you have somebody at your church that you could connect with that could help you just continue to grow as you are leading your group. And um, so we highlight and then we explain and there's tons of great tools. Um, I know during this pandemic season, uh, we've been having a great sale on audit courses from Portland Bible College at portlandbiblecollege.org. Um, man, they've got all kinds of great curriculum that you can go through personally um, that it's like 29 bucks for a bunch of the different classes. And so highly, highly recommend you check that out. I'll also drop that in the show notes as well. So we've highlighted the scripture. We have um, explained it in our journal. And now the next letter is A, we're going to apply. So now that we understand what it meant in its original context, to the best of our ability, right offhand, also recommend getting a good study Bible can be really helpful for um, quick Bible study in the morning, where if you have a verse that seems a little tricky, you just check down in the notes at the bottom of the page and see if they address that scripture and give you just a little bit of background as to what it means. And so we highlight, we explain, we apply. Now, um, we in the explanation part is where we talk about context and what it meant to the original audience. But then we also believe that the Bible says that the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword and is ready to be applied to our lives as well. And so the A, the application, is where we apply it to our own lives. So now that we understand the original context of Scripture, then now what does it mean for me today? I mean, come on now. Like, uh, that's this is where the rubber meets the road here, folks. When, it, when we're talking about Scripture engagement 
You know, we don't want to be people that are just hearers of the word because the Bible says that if you are a hearer only and you're not a doer, that you actually deceive yourself actually to the place where potentially it could mean that you're worse off uh, reading the Bible and not doing it than if you never read the Bible. I'm not saying that you shouldn't read the Bible, but if we're going to come and do the work of reading the Bible, let's do the work of doing it, you know, like Let's actually put ourselves in a position where we can receive the benefits of following hard after God by obeying his word. So H, highlight, E, explain, A, apply, and then R. And this is, again, we we were just talking about this concept. R just means response. So take it from application and let's put it into action. What are you going to do today? What are you going to do today to respond to what you heard today? I mean, hello. Is this not just the golden question to be asking yourself in the morning as you're reading the word of God, as you're allowing the Holy Spirit to form and shape your attitude and your perspective for the day? To not just be like, "Mm, that was a good word. Mm, That was so good. Man, that is so good. Like, no, now that you understand, uh, you know, like today I just read in Exodus, um, God is uh, loving and compassionate and, you know, slow to anger and abounding in love. And okay, so what is, what is my response to that today? Well, you know, maybe I know I struggle with a particular group of people. Maybe it's uh, people, you know, obviously not so much right now, but maybe it's people at work. Uh, maybe you had a coworker that you really struggle with and you realize, wow. God is abounding in love and mercy, and he's slow to anger and abounding in love. And hmm, maybe I could be like that to my coworker. And so my response, my response for today is I'm going to really work um, at applying that scripture to my life by loving my coworker, Joe, you know, and I'm going to really make sure that I try to really apply and and reflect the love of God to Joe. As I receive the love of God in the morning and I understand, wow, God, you are so awesome. I highlighted that verse. I explained what it meant. I applied it to my own life. And now I'm responding to that truth. And so, um, again, I think just scratching the surface today, um, I believe uh, in the next few weeks, I'm going to be able to invite the man, uh, Brother Lanny Hubbard uh, from Portland Bible College on to the podcast to talk about uh, Bible study in the context of small groups, and uh, he'll have some great insights for us. But this is a great place for us to start. Personal Bible reading, um, journaling, um, great, great place to start. So the, the word here, H-E-A-R, highlight explain, apply, and respond. So with that, we're going to wrap it up today, folks. Thanks for being here today. Thanks for listening. And uh, as always, if you could jump on and and you could uh, like and comment and share um, the podcast with other people so that more people know that our podcast exists, that would be so great. Super appreciate that. Um, Write us a review. Um, the more reviews, the more likes, the more comments that people get, um, the the easier it is for people to find a podcast. So we'd love for you to do that. And if you have any ideas, questions, or comments um, for future episodes, questions about previous episodes, feel free to reach out to me at rickm at manahouse.church. 
And uh, man, it's been a great day today with you. Uh, just God bless you and have the most amazing day.